Oh boy. Wow. We've already started the recording. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back everyone. That countdown was an an unnecessary addition. Is that what we want to call it? I think people just need to I think they want to be prepared for the start oh, that's of the so podcast. True. You know, they sometimes ju- people just want to know. They want to know when it starts so they don't miss it, you know? Well, you know what, Christian? There's a lot of things I want to know. What really? Well, first of all, I'm sure the people if they don't know that I'm Taco Boy number two, Jonathan. <laughs> Why do I always forget? We always forget to introduce <laughs> ourselves. And it's like, at this point, I'm trying to decide whether it's even necessary. I don't think, it, I, you know, sometimes I wonder, I myself listen to other podcasts and sometimes people introduce themselves and I'm like, man, that's real convenient. But also, you know what? We're 30 episodes in. <laughs> yeah. Number 30. Dude, I cannot believe we have done 30 weeks of this. You know, I can't either, but here we are. Another week has gone by, and we are sitting in separate rooms talking into microphones. (laughs) Yeah, we're rebranding. It's called the Separate Rooms Different Microphones podcast from now on. Uh, Well, oh. uh, oh. You have no say. I'm just doing it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm separate rooms talking into Mike boy number one. And I'm like, no! (laughs) It just, doesn't it flow amazingly? I'm separate room one, and that's separate microphone two. And they're like, why didn't you number them? It's two different names. (laughs) Because you need to know which one came first. (laughs) Yeah, which came first, the separate room or the egg? I mean, the microphone. (laughs) That's right. If they had just done chicken number one and egg number two, everyone would know which came first. But since they didn't number them, now we're all confused. Yeah, we're all confuddled. Is that what you said? <laughs> I thought you were going to say confused, and then it sounded like you got cut off, and then I realized, never mind. Anyway, so, the, you know, Christian, aside from people wondering what what our names are, there are other questions that sometimes we don't want to ask. Oh, God. Right? That's right. right. You like, like- do I really need to use the bathroom right now? Yeah, and and or or even the question of what is what is this card shuffling sound you're hearing? You know what is that? I could do it not be? Know. Is it a magic could, trick about to happen? <laughs> yeah, pick a card, please. Is it this one? Oh, stop at that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> surprise! It's the card you were thinking. What was the card you were thinking? It's the King of Hearts. That's the one. I got it. <laughs> That's right. Because today we're talking about Jesus, everyone. The yes. King of Hearts. Woo! Whoa. What a segue. Come That's on. The King <laughs> of my heart. Oh, copyright. I can't be do it. Be the you know? boom, chicka pow, wow, boom. <laughs> be the non-copyright infringement. Because change I had to change the a melody. <laughs> <laughs> so, everybody, as if you've been a, a listener for more than... Uh, well, I guess more than you know the if you've time. Listened to all charts, if you've listened to all thirty podcasts, or if you've just happened upon one of them, or two, or three, or four of them, we are bringing back the. Uh, we're bringing back the don't ask or actually ask those questions cards, and they yes. are made by our our good old buddy Michael Ooh. with Honest Youth Pastor and ODG Apparel which what? you can go get a deck of these cards 
at ODG okay. Apparel, as as That's well right. as uh, as well as some Taco Boy merch there. That's also what, what there. was that? What did you just say? That? Did you say well, we got we got Taco Boy merch on ODGApparel.com. Oh, wow. But also, these cards are there, and they're awesome for small groups and stuff like we're doing. You draw a card, and you talk about it. You talk That's about right. it. You have a conversation, and it's all mm. questions that most people don't really want to bring up. So. Christian, tell me when to stop, and I promise I will stop when you tell me to. Okay, go slow. Stop. Right there? That's it? I love it. I I wish you could see that I actually did stop where you wanted me to. I'm just so trustworthy. This makes me nervous every time, but that's the point. You got to be ready. You're right. Sometimes we we may not be able to answer these questions. Hmm. This is kind of cool. If you could visit one religious landmark, where would you go and why? Oh, religious landmark? Yeah, I have to think about this one for a little bit. I mean, I don't so really think... The rest of this if, podcast is silent and us just thinking. Yeah. I mean, as far as like religious landmark, to me, I honestly would love to go... I mean, this, is, this isn't a landmark. This is more of like a land. I would love to go to Jerusalem just because Dude, of like man, all that's of what the I'm places... Saying. That like would probably really grow my faith in in a different way. Not that seeing things um, grows your faith necessarily, because once you see it, it's no longer requiring faith to believe it. But it's the fact that just like to help give that extra confidence in like yeah. what it is we hear, because sometimes uh, believing really isn't easy. You know, to be honest, and yeah. Um, you, it's nice, just like, say, Thomas in the Bible, you know, got to see Jesus's hands and his side, and it was just so that he would believe, um, or to help his unbelief, really. And so, for me, I would love to go to Jerusalem, just because I, I see it as an experience where I'm just like, wow, like, not only what am I reading in the Bible, like, this is where it happened. Like, it's just making it more real. It's like, what is it going to like a museum? Like you always hear about um, different things that happen and then to actually see the artifacts, you're like, holy crap, like it actually happened. Like, wow, right. there's George Washington's teeth. They really were wooden or whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> He really did have terrible teeth. That's right. You know, I, I said didn't teeth. Just... That's okay. With an F. That was weird. So, mm. I mean, I guess I don't really think of like a specific landmark necessarily that to be real just because yeah. overall i would just love to go to jerusalem and i will one day you know i think that yeah mine i was going to kind of say the same thing i was going to say i would yeah. love to go to jerusalem and in fact i was literally like a few maybe two or three weeks ago i was talking with our with our boy taco boy three honorary Brian Tabor. That's right. From Worship Leader Props. He's he and his wife Kim, they've gone to Jerusalem. Mm, and that's nice. uh he just he was telling me that it's like super incredible. Like mm. to be standing, you know, next to the Sea of Galilee and just like knowing like, man, this like Jesus taught right here. Mm. Like this is where Jesus taught. And you know, Kristen and I, we've been watching this documentary that is um, it's pretty much talking about uh, King David, and there's this whole conspiracy and and belief that there never was like a united nation of Israel mm-hmm. under one king, 
and that it was like all this like political ploy. But this guy, like in this documentary series, he's going around and like showing you like this is the cave where David was like hiding. Like this is like they still know where it is and it's right here. And it it's like what is this documentary called? It's so it's on right now media and um basically it's it's called what is it called? I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, it's something like it. search search for a king or something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh it's super interesting because like even <clears throat> they're like, hey, this is we're reading, you know, through the story of David and Goliath. And they were like, what people don't realize is like the book of the Bible itself is, is so detailed with locations. Like people don't, people cruise right over them. And so one of the things he brought up was like in David and Goliath, like they literally are like in this valley where you can see this mountain and then you can see this mountain. There Mm. is a Creek or a stream right here. And Mm. from there you can see this. And so like, the dude uses that and literally goes to the stream and you go to that stream and it is full of these like really round, huge rocks. Mm. And he's just like, this is the stream. Like, mm. this is it. He was like, the Bible is so accurate. Like we know this is it. And wow. he was like, so the Philistines, they were standing on that mountain right there. And the Israelites were standing on this mountain right there and he's like this is where and so he like reads part of the story and it was like it was like emotional dude because you're just like you're looking at it and you're like it it it's so easy for us to sometimes feel like a disconnect almost Mm. like when we hear like a really good story from Mm. history like we just we we're like oh the civil war that's crazy you know but then you go to the civil war battleground and you're like wow that actually happened like I, i'm actually processing that and mm. we like forget that that you can do that with the bible too like just straight up go there mm-hmm. and i man i'd love to go to jerusalem i'd love to go to the tomb where they they don't know for a fact that it's where jesus was laid but i think it would still mm-hmm. be like an interesting perspective to be mm-hmm. at a at least, um, you know, accurate representation of that era's burial, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. that in that city, mm-hmm. and so I think, yeah, I have to agree with you. That w- that would be really cool. It may not be like a landmark, but it is at the same time. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it is a landmark, but it's just there's <laughs> there's it's more like specific places. It's like oh, Stonehenge. That's where I. Want yeah, to go. yeah, yeah. That's you know, what I was trying to figure out. I was like, I can't, like, the Sistine <laughs> Chapel, or what am I supposed Like, <laughs> I want to visit the Vatican. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, do you want, me to, you want me to draw another card? That was a good warm-up. Mm-hmm. That was like a, that was like a, you know, not wedding, very intense. The wedding that was nice. I'm just going to fan through, and I'm going to do a shuffle. What you don't see is I'm juggling three stacks of cards and I just put them back together like so. Ah, perfect. Wow. All right. Ooh. Now we now we get into the nitty-gritty. <laughs> oh, God. How do you forgive those who have wronged you? Mm. Hmm. 
Yeah, you can start on this one. Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like, I—I I mean, I've definitely been—I've definitely been wronged in my life. You know, like, mm-hmm. like my life hasn't been absent of people, mm-hmm. you know, doing things against me or like saying certain things and stuff. Like, but it. And I think I get this from probably probably my mom's side of the family. Like my my dad is super forgiving too. Like and he listens to this. So by the way, Danny, I'm not saying that you're uh, I'm not saying you're unforgiving, but (laughs) (laughs) to my mom, I'm saying you're you're like uh, really forgiving. (laughs) So. For me, I don't know that it ever has been terribly difficult. And it almost may be to the point where I almost too easily dismiss things, if that makes sense. I don't know if that's the same thing as forgiveness or if it's just like overlooking it. But, you know, I think forgiveness is just a... It's not something that you all of a sudden are like, I'm going to do it and it's done. Like, it's pretty much a process of like, at least it is for me. Like, if I'm really having a hard time forgiving somebody for something, I have to, it's like I have to kind of like force myself through a phase of like, I'm not going to hold this against you. Like, I'm not going to do that. And, And I don't know if for some people it's like quicker than that, you know, like, oh, like all I have to do is say I forgive you. And you know what? We're like, we're back to normal. But, you know, it's it's kind of like I'm either immediately, like, dismissive of it and, like, oh, it didn't bother me. Or or I hold on to it for a bit and I, like, really have to, have to like, concentrate on, like, I'm not going to hold that against you. Mm. You know? I, it's, it's one or the other for me. Mm. <clears throat> what about you? How do you? How do you feel? Also, I hear a very pleasant bird. It's very peaceful. Yeah. I have my window open. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there haven't been many times in my life that I feel like I've had to forgive people. Right. Um, I feel like it's always just like menial things that I'm just like, of course, like you're fine. Like, not a problem. Yeah. Um, and I think more than recently, I've been on like the other side of like experience being forgiven, um, mm. where, where you wrong someone. And like, so last year I had a situation where I wronged someone, um, and going through the process of, of apologizing, but then like being forgiven over time, you know, that it wasn't like immediate, uh, a process of like immediate forgiveness. Yeah. Um, it was couple of months later that I was eventually like brought with like just a short little like hey I want you to know that like I forgive you and mm, that's awesome and like the little healing that that brought but like the other aspect of like being from the side of being someone who has wronged someone I think is something that I'm still learning about and learning um the biggest the, which is technically a, a portion of forgiving someone is really forgiving yourself mm-hmm. um and I think that's something that really isn't talked about a lot 
it, it maybe it is, and I'm not seeking it out necessarily. But for me, like growing up, I feel like we don't address the fact that like you do have to learn to like receive grace for yourself and yeah. forgive yourself for situations. And um, I was just talking with a friend a couple of days ago, and she was telling me about how like if you have to earn it, it isn't forgiveness, mm. you know? And like how much that really hit me with this like concept of like how much I do struggle on a day to day um, in my walk with Christ of just like receiving forgiveness from God, but let alone like right. just when I feel like I've wronged someone, like I don't like to show myself grace because I want to earn that forgiveness. You know, I want it yeah. to be something that like I asked for it correctly or, in certain in some certain way and i remember about a month ago maybe readdressing the friend because like i was just really struggling again with feeling forgiven um and the enemy just really throwing it mm. in my head um and i sent them a message and they just took the time to send me a really long like laid out message about like how like yeah like i do forgive you and like god forgives you and like so God is way quicker to forgive than we are sometimes. And like, whereas it yeah. took me a while to forgive you, like I truly do. But I also understand how like you don't feel forgiven because I've also hurt people, even though I necessarily didn't hurt you. And so yeah. it's just like the idea of forgiveness is not only like forgiving other people, but learning to forgive yourself for, for accidents that you make because we all make mistakes and learning to walk in what is truth, not necessarily what you feel or want to be truth, you know? Like, you know, First John 1, 9, right? Is like, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, you know? They're, the act of, like, confession is, like, nothing more than just, like, saying it, you know? It's not necessarily a feeling. It's just going to God and being like, this is what happened, you know? It's not yeah. even like saying you're sorry. Like it's just like this happened, you know. And yeah, he go on. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Like I mean, it's just like admitting that it happened, and like that's so hard. And and I think that's be part of it is because we think even like saying I'm sorry is part of like earning that forgiveness. Like mm -hmm. you have to say I'm sorry for it to even be like a legitimate um prayer or confession and like that's i and, and by no means have i looked into the greek word i could be wrong but i don't think that like confession actually means like you do something more than just admit to what happened right yeah and um i, I mean well, if you I'm, google it it's just like a formal statement admitting that one is guilty of a crime you know yeah so it, it all comes from like learning to forgive yourself is learning to trust in what like God says or what the other person says more than what you want more in that situation, you know? Yeah. And like, I think, you, go on. Sorry. I didn't, I keep, I'm, okay. I didn't mean to it, it's fine. I talked for a hot minute. So you're, <laughs> no, you're dude, I'm not, yeah, I want you to keep going. Sorry. I was taking a drink. Oh. Over. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep talking. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Like, and this is all from, what I'm learning right now is the biggest thing is that it's forgiving oneself is a process. It's like you said, um, it's, it's learning. And, and this is for me that I have built habits in my life of what I've expected forgiveness to look like 
on my part mm-hmm. of being forgiven and what the reality of being forgiven truly is. And yeah. we, we, I lean more towards my feelings, more towards the, the expectation rather than the reality of what it truly is. And until I begin to renew my mind with truth, until I continually just bring my, my thoughts and the lies that are spoken to me before the truth, um, it's not going to change. Um, it talks about in the Bible, like, if you think on the flesh, like you're just going to think about like it leads to death. It's just going to lead to darkness overall. But like if you set your mind on the spirit and like the truth, the word of God, um, then that leads to life and that leads to peace because you're finally letting truth be, be spoken to your life in a way that will cause renewal over time, <laughs> not yeah. necessarily immediately, um, I think. Uh, the biggest thing for me is is like hearing a lot of uh, salvation messages when I was a kid of like where someone literally got like saved and like their life just turned around, you know, and and not hearing a ton of stories where it's like, oh man, like I was a bad person and I got saved and then I continued to struggle, but I still love Jesus, you know. Um, I didn't hear a lot about that, I don't think. And so I, I, I developed just a, a confused mindset there of just like what forgiveness truly looks like. Um, yeah. And it looks like when you, when you confess, like God forgives you and it's Mm -hmm. not because you said the words correctly or you feel bad enough or you're sad enough, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just because you say it and because he's good to do what he says he is. And it's okay to not necessarily believe that is going to happen, you know, because sometimes it takes time to believe something. Yeah. And I think that's, it ties kind of into you and I, we've had the conversation before of just like faith mm-hmm. is, is sometimes just taking action out of, out of belief, dis, yeah. you know, despite what your heart is telling you, because like mm-hmm. your heart is, you know, deceitful biblically, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. and, and I think, you know, the whole idea of a person forgiving themselves, you know, I've had the conversation with, with, uh, you know, my, my parents before of how, you know, a person who is an unbeliever and, you know, let's say, let's just go to the extreme and say like a person goes and, and kills someone's family member, right? And then they feel terrible about it. And then they go to the family and they're like, I'm sorry for what I did. And the family is like, we forgive you that the unbeliever even though his, the family has forgiven him he he still won't experience true forgiveness because of the sense that there's like there's still going to be this process of him not understanding that he is forgiven does you know what i mean like and and it's it's totally that part in our flesh where our flesh is completely off the rails <laughs> bad and god is what comes in and cleans that up and like you know sanctifies us right. and when we when we go and we ask god for forgiveness our 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 whole person you know that is the part of the flesh is is going to be pushing this 
this sense of you're not forgiven because that's all the flesh knows is, you know, we don't understand forgiveness. And right. and then there's like the spirit part where the spirit is like, no, I'm helping you understand what forgiveness is. And so for a believer, it's like we have, we have like so much hope that we are able to work towards the feeling of forgiveness even even if we've already been forgiven by all parties, like we're working towards the feeling of being forgiven and it's gradual because like our human nature kicks in sometimes and it's just like, are you actually forgiven? And you're like, I, yes, I'm saying that I am because I, I believe this and I'm saying it even though I don't feel it in this moment. And so it, um, yeah, definitely. So the whole like forgiving yourself is, is just a huge fight against, our, our humanity basically mm-hmm. like our who we are as just humans and that fight can only be won through you know through god and so you just it's really sad when you think about someone who's an unbeliever and you're like man like they will never actually unless they unless they come to know christ and like seek his forgiveness and like for him to sanctify them like they won't understand actual freedom in Christ and and freedom from guilt really because it there's nowhere to go with it so i yeah definitely definitely and then i think that that ties right back into the card itself you know like you talking about experiencing forgiveness from friend from <laughs> From friend, from a friend, <laughs> I became a caveman there for a moment. You seek forgiveness from friend. Uh, you you feeling forgiveness from a friend, and you know that that friend is showing you God's forgiveness, and and like the fact that it's you know it's a verse that we we love others because Christ first loved us. And like we demonstrate forgiveness towards people because of the fact that we've been forgiven. And so that, you know, the question of how do you forgive those who have wronged you? And I I mean, I think the root of it is, is that you have to, you have to believe that Christ has forgiven you. And then at that point, it's like, we all know how terrible we all can be. Like we already know mm-hmm. all of our own deepest, darkest secrets and like what we, what our tendencies are mm-hmm. and, and actions that we wouldn't ever say to other people. Like we all know what that is. And when we understand that like Christ has already forgiven that, mm-hmm. then you suddenly like look at this one wrong that someone did towards you and you're kind of like, huh, hmm, maybe, maybe I do forgive them. You know, like that. <laughs> That does seem forgivable in the moment, and it's because you have the perspective of like Christ completely forgiving you of everything. And so, it's like, how do we forgive those who have wronged you? We we understand that Christ has already forgiven us, mm-hmm. and and I think that's how the whole thing begins. And and that's what you were saying exactly is like learning that you're forgiven. Yeah, and and that's like. <clears throat> that's a process, you know, for sure. It's, 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 it's <laughs> and I'm learning, and that's like the biggest thing that I'm learning is so much of like where, where we're all at and a lot of everyone's learning and everyone's figuring yeah. it out one day at a time. And that 
<clears throat> that's nice. Like, that's just is such a pressure off of everything to just know mm. that it's not like a get it right. It's just like, keep going, you know? Yeah, and I mean, there's like a, um, oh man, let me try to find it. There's a verse that I literally just was in on Sunday, and it's talking about pretty much what what do you want your identity to be? What do you want to be known for? And it's this comparison of love and and hate. Mm-hmm. And you know, it would what what I was teaching on this past Sunday was more it was more directed towards like gossip and how you use your words. Mm-hmm. Are they are they out of love and out of or out of hate? And you know, it still ties into forgiveness because it does boil down to like, how do, how do you want to be known? What do you want to be like an identifying characteristic of, of you? You know, do you want to be known as a person who's always spreading hate or showing hatred through, through the way you treat others, through the way you speak to them, through how you forgive others? And, or, or do you want to be, a person who is, you know, all about showing love towards others. And I, I can't find this verse and it's driving me crazy. Let <laughs> me see here. <laughs> I just start sounding hateful. I'm like, I'm going to lose it. You know, uh, <laughs> it gets really bad and starts being yeah. hateful. And, I'm like, uh, and then I'm like, Hey, I found it. And suddenly I'm like, just back to normal. <laughs> uh, I, I did find it though. Um, so basically, you know, it was, it was this kind of this study in the book of Ephesians and it's not so much a, a verse as much as it is a concept behind the book of Ephesians, you know, like they were a port city. There were a lot of people who were different from them. There were a lot of people that were criminal and around the area and, you know, basically the whole premise of Ephesians was Paul looking at that context and being like, look, as a Christian, your response to things is supposed to be drastically different from cultures. And like in culture right now, it's so easy to see like where people aren't forgiving and they write people off super quick when they're wronged and they never return, you know, to them ever. And as Christians, it's like, it's our responsibility to to show the world like what's different, and then even it's referenced right here in in Mark. It's it's not what goes into your body that defiles you. Uh, you're defiled by what comes from your heart, and you know this whole idea of it's not it's not what's going into the body. It's not like anything that you're eating, anything strange like that. But like it's completely what is coming out of your mouth and what your heart is saying and and what the spirit it like are you being attentive to what the spirit is telling you to say to others and how you treat others because we're supposed to be so different in how we forgive and how we speak to others just out of love and that's like super convicting for me I'm, i mean it's like i was teaching it and the whole time i was like ah <laughs> oh man mm. so it's uh it's kind of it's kind of intense and 
I'm, it's like I'm not speaking about forgiveness in a way that's like, oh, I've got it down pat, so let let me talk about it. It's just like more, more just like evident, I guess, in this phase of my life than it has been. I think I used to be way more intense towards people than I am now. But I think that's because God has like, you know, kind of like how God is working on you on like, what does forgiveness look like in, in my life? For me, it's, it's now turning into like, what does it look like to show, what does it look like to show grace towards people in spite of what I'm feeling? It's like still the, the combat against feelings, but it's just a little, it's like a little different now. Yeah. Just a little different, you know? That's right. It, I, uh, a verse came to mind when you were talking about, like, your speech. And it's uh, Colossians 4, 6, uh, about, like, letting your speech always be, like, gracious and seasoned. Yeah. Um, so that you can know how to answer everyone. And it's just mm. this, like, wow. Like, <laughs> just, we always need to be, like, gracious <laughs> in what we say. And it's just, like, that's so hard <laughs> to do. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> I um, oh, man. No, I was just it's more just like even as you're saying it, I'm just like that it just hurts, you know, to think about you're like, man, so much to work on on that. Mm-hmm. And it, like the verse we kind of focused on in Ephesians was Ephesians 4:29. Don't let any unwholesome talk come from you but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs so that it benefits those who listen. And I mean, that's totally tied into forgiveness. Like is your Mm. speech showing that you're forgiving a person Mm. and, and you're like, not all the time. Like it's easy to say I forgive someone. And then like later on your speech is just like, Hmm, I don't think that I'm going to actually forgive this person. Like I didn't actually mean it <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'm gonna show hatred now and you're like ah oh, it's such a process mm-hmm. yeah Ooh. that was that one that question is a little deeper than <laughs> where, where do you want to visit you know? <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i want to visit where david fought goliath and then it's like how come you're terrible at forgiving people and i'm like oh, no <laughs> it, it hurts it hurts so bad <laughs> Well, you know, that's what's, that is what's kind of cool about these cards. Also, this isn't a paid ad. Like, we just actually like these cards. I'm not just like, oh, that's what's amazing about these cards. You can get them here. But, like, it it's such a good, like, resource for small groups or just, like, having conversation because, like, that probably wouldn't have been a – I know it wouldn't have been a discussion I had today, you know, and – it's just funny how God will like point those things out during a time mm. that you're already like sensitive to that topic. Mm. Like that's usually how it works <laughs> is God's like, I see that you're sensitive to this right now. I'm going to continue to poke at it. And you're like, no. Mm. <laughs> um, but any, any, I almost said any last words, <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, uh, I think that the most important thing that I'm learning right now is just like talking about anything is important. Like, and, and yes. it being like, and especially in like 
and doubts and worries or whatever like you're going through like even like feelings wise like it's really important to talk about that with family and with friends and with other believers um because communication is the one thing that allows um change to happen you know um to, for you not only to get out what it is that you're thinking and for someone else to decipher like what necessarily mm. is true that you're thinking and what's wrong that you're thinking you yeah. know because sometimes the truth that you think you're holding on to is really a lie and yeah. that lie is never gonna be exposed to you unless you bring it out into the light and until you bring it out to the light it's 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 gonna keep having hold over you Hmm. Um, and so, you know, for the biggest thing for me is just talking whenever I can about anything and everything and then being willing to just be like, okay, like I, I'm learning to let go of this. I'm learning to rewrite and renew my mind, which comes primarily from spending time in God's word, you know, um, that's Romans 12, you know, of Mm -hmm. just like spending time with God, that's, that's going to be the first and foremost, but also like God speaks through people. And that's something that I really wrote off for a long time. I mean, my mom can like go to that. It's just like the fact of like people tell you stuff and it's just like, she would tell me things over and over again. And I'd just be like, I can't accept that. But the truth is like, I can't accept that. It just doesn't feel right to, and even though it doesn't feel right to accept something doesn't mean it's wrong, you know? Yeah. So wherever you're at, I mean, if you're dealing with, you know, forgiving people or even receiving forgiveness from someone, like talk about it with people wherever you're at, because that's a, a huge step of, of renewal and healing that's going to come sometimes immediate, sometimes over time, you know. For sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's my closing words for that question. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's amazing closing words for that question. Man, and you know, you want to do another one real quick? Maybe, well, how you feeling? How you feel? I, I, I feel pretty good. Good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip a card, okay? Okay, yeah. I'm going to do it. Lightning round. I was going to We just powered through the whole deck of cards. <laughs> And everyone's like, wait, we didn't learn anything. And we're like, we didn't either. Like, we don't even remember what we answered. All right. How do you like, feel please. about the Trinity? Yes. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Satanism? And we're like, no. Next one. <laughs> Too easy. Satanism. You know, the questions you shouldn't ask about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Let me, here we go. I'm going to just, I'm just going to pull the card off the top of the deck. All right. Ooh, a smacker. Oh, I don't know. This one's a deep one. Maybe you and I'm like, how much? One. Yeah, I'm like, that, that one's like a whole episode, dude. Like, I was like, let's save that one. Oh. What did my, yeah, I was like, did my reaction tell you? Oh, told me uh, what Oh, we've done that one. Dang it. I remember that one. Maybe let's you see should here. just look and pick one. Oh, man, we already did that one. No, I want it to be random. I want it to be a surprise. Let's see here. Get surprised by how Man, all of these are so good, but it's also like the time. Hmm. Yeah. 
dang it, dude, I'm getting like, I've gotten like four that we've already done somehow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, do you pray before meals or is it the same prayer? And I was like, dang it, we just did. I think that was our first episode of doing this. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, hey. This is actually kind of a good one. It was Where would like, you visit if it was a Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, it says, what can we join with you in prayer about this week? Ooh. So like a little prayer request. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, I know, I know one. I got one for yeah. me. Okay. So, all right. So in the midst of all the quarantine and stuff, the financial world around the United States, I don't know if you're aware of this, everybody, but the virus has collapsed the economy in a way. Um, But, you know, Kristen and I, we picked a very interesting time to pursue purchasing a house. (laughs) So just... um, for mm-hmm. us, it's just prayer for like wisdom and mm-hmm. you know the ability to continue to save during all of the all of the craziness that is COVID nineteen and um, you know just like just to feel you know more peace in that situation. Like we're not we're not like crazy worried or anything, but it also is just like a very interesting time to make a a big old purchase mm. <laughs> such as a house. And so, um, you know, just, I'd say that's the thing that people can join in prayer for, for sure. is just, uh, mm. just kind of, um, a peace and a kind of a little bit of a calm in, in the financial world of, of home purchasing for us. Mm. That's a big one that, that, and I miss that. And I miss the youth group. I was telling you that before we started recording. It's driving me completely bananas to not be having youth group and teaching them in person and interacting with them. Like, it's super strange. And um, it kind of, like, puts a weird damper. Sometimes on the week, you kind of, like, get into the middle of the week and you're like, man, I don't even know what day it is. Like, it's been (laughs) six or seven weeks since I've actually seen the youth group in person. And you're like, ugh. Yeah, it's just, um, that's been kind of a weird emotion to, to have. So to any of the guys listening, miss you. I'll see you later. So that's good. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. So good. That bird is super pleasant in the background. I'm sorry, but I'm just like, I love the fact that that bird is in there for this podcast. It's so calming. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. It's very much of a, a, a call to that verse of his um, his eyes on the sparrow, you know, just like he's got mm. the birds, so he's going to take care of you. Oh, man, that's so true. That almost made me cry. It was so emotional, honestly. I was like, man, look at that. Yeah. So nice. It's always those, like, little things that, like, we're surrounded by that, like, really speak to God's truth mm-hmm. and whether or not we just allow ourselves to believe them, you know? Mm. And let it affect us. Definitely. I think for me, like, I'm definitely going through a faith journey in my life right now. Um, Mm. And I think the words um, echo true from, like, the Helsers of just, like, fear being turned into faith. Mm. 
And so I think I've lived a lot of life via fear, via feelings, and wanting it to be turned to faith. And so if people would pray for that, it would be awesome. Hmm. Um, because I'm just, I'm learning, you know, and every day is a new day to get up and realize God's mercies are still for me and his love is for me in ways that I, I don't understand in like being surrounded by his creation um, that he loves and that he wants to provide and does provide, you know, for everything. And like the yeah. fact that like all, even the breath that I have, that you have is because God, you know, um, that just, I, I'm doing nothing to live right now. Like, and I'm, I, I mean, like I, like, I don't make my heart beat, you know, like I don't do right. any of those things. Like that's, that's God. And so it's just like, that's testament to who he is. And it's letting that transform my thinking into being like, okay, God is for me in ways that I, I need to learn to accept. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, fear into faith, that would be amazing and I would really appreciate it. And, you know, if you guys, uh, have any prayer requests as well, like send them to us on Instagram or our email or any way that you have. And we would love to, uh, take a day and just pray for you guys as well. Yeah. That's a great idea. Like, have we ever given people our email? <laughs> I don't think so. Probably not. We can post it on Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You could say it now if you'd like. Yeah, it's it's just contact at thetacoboys.com. I know it's so official feeling to say that every time. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, for real, if people have prayer requests, like send them our way. Or you can send them like on Instagram direct messages like we would we read them we get them so absolutely yeah and i think that's like a really cool way to like build you know like so for christian and i like we when we started this podcast like we we started it all for fun and we still are doing it for fun fun. (laughs) and like i mean that's the thing is you know and and we've even had the discussion of like you know anything that we you know, advertise, we want it to actually be something that we like or anything like that. And, but also the fact that, you know, anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, like y'all are here because you enjoy the conversation, I hope. And because you, you know, you enjoy the, the talk and, and the jokes and the laughing and like some of the fun people we have on, but like we, we love hearing, we love hearing from people that are involved because it's like, we want it to be a cool little community. And prayer is such a big way to build mm. community because it's like mm. you're asking people to go to God with something that you're concerned about or something that that you just really need peace about. And man, like there's there's no cooler like opportunity than like talking with with God about this stuff. And and so that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that'd be an awesome way to end this podcast, dude. Yeah, I, in prayer. I don't, yeah, and I mean, here's my thing. I, I was going to suggest the same thing. I was like, we should just like pray to end this podcast. We shouldn't like even scat it out or anything. It just mm-hmm. would feel weird. So like, it's like we we finish this deep conversation about prayer, and then it's like, well, Christian, could you scat us out? You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want 
I can pray us out, or you, we can it. both pray us out, or what? Are, what are you feeling, man? Ah, you go for it, and if I feel led, we'll go from there. <laughs> then, yeah, let's go with it, dude. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for not only the opportunity for just Christian and I to be able to talk with each other, but for us to share with whoever might listen to this. God, I, I pray that you would be with them. That if there are any concerns going on with with people who are hearing this, that they would know that they can turn to you any time that they need to for peace and for for answers. God, I pray that they would do that. God, I thank you for your forgiveness and the fact that we can show that forgiveness to other people because of the fact that you've already forgiven us so many times and for so much. And so, God, I pray that we would show that grace towards others, including ourselves in understanding that we're your children and that you are caring for us. So God, just thank you for your care and your grace and your mercy. And I pray that you would be with everybody that has listened to this conversation. I pray that you would be with Christian during this time too. It's in your name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Yeah, for sure. We will see you Next week. week. Next <laughs> week for episode thirty one. That's when right. we get to when we get to thirty three it'll be the we can talk about Jesus that whole time because it's the year of Jesus is thirty three. <laughs> I couldn't get out without one little joke in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. See y'all later. Goodbye. Bye.